0: Fasting. Now, the ninth of Av, which is 21 days from today, on that date in history, the first temple was destroyed. On that date in history, the second temple was destroyed. On that date in history, World War I started, and the tremendous persecution of the Jews on that day in history really the holocaust started and warsaw and the camps of hitler and hitler, nazi germany began to murder on that that day and that day and and there's so much more it is it is a day in history really like none other they would read through over these next three weeks the books of the book of lamentations and Now, I tried to study this out, and I just couldn't put it all together uh, for tonight. But let me say, and you you can be seated if you like. Many years ago, Bob Rogers, how many of you know who Bob Rogers is? Bob Rogers' father, who was a real pioneer, a church in Louisville, Kentucky, Uh, The Lord spoke to him uh, in a vision and said, remember that August is the month for answered prayer. And when he began to study that, I'm to understand that really during these next three weeks, the depth of repentance and prayer that you put together and you go after God will be the level of breakthrough that you have after the ninth of August. So when I heard that, I thought, oh, Jesus, I bind the Starbucks spirit right now. Because I knew God had, called, God had been calling me to, to fast. And I'm not telling you, I'm, I'm fasting. I'm, you know, I'm not telling you I'm fasting to say that I'm something great. I'm just saying that that's what they do now. And I thought, man, he's been calling me to a fast. And so as soon as I realized, I like a little bit more notice for a fast so I can like pray and... You know, get ready to get ready to just slay my flesh. I didn't have any time. We just had to get the sword out and just so I got a pounding headache and I'm praising the Lord. It's time to press in, that I will say. It's time to press in. And I would encourage you over these next three weeks, you can start tonight. Don't play as much PlayStation as you usually do. Ah ha, ha. Turn the T V off or something. Set aside some time where you're going to press in and really go after God. God might call you to a full fast. I'm fasting. My brother's fasting. My wife is fasting. I'd encourage you. You call on a corporate fast? Yeah, optional, you know. We do one January 1st, right around there for 21 days. Yeah, fast. Some of you need some breakthrough. I think probably all of us need some breakthrough. I'm in the midst of so many breakthroughs. I'm just half nervous that some are going to fall out. So I just figured I better fast and pound this thing through in Jesus' name. Let's worship the Lord for a moment. I, I have a message, but I just want to make sure that's the one. Come on, just worship Him. Lord, we come before you tonight with hearts hungry and thirsty for you, hungry and thirsty for you, Lord. We come bowing down in worship longing for you, yearning for you. Lord, we want you. Lord, we need you. Come. Come. Lord, we want you. Lord, we need you. Won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you
1: come? Won't you come? By your anointing, won't you come by your spirit? Won't you, won't you come? Jesus.
2: the
0: Hallelujah. 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 Come on, just thank Him. Rivers of living water come forth. In the desert river. It is because of the Holy Spirit that we can do great things for Him. Without the Holy Spirit, we have not the power of God. chapter 11. But the people who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits. The Lord wants to use us to carry out great exploits. It cannot happen apart from the Spirit of God. And in David's selection of his mighty men, he chose those who did great exploits. He chose them. He selected them. They could kill lions with their bare hands. I mean, just amazing, amazing. To ask the Lord to give you a fresh anointing. I need you, Lord Jesus. Your anointing fall. Your anointing fall. Your anointing fall on me. Your anointing fall on me. Your anointing fall. Let your anointing fall. Let your anointing of the Holy Spirit fall on us tonight. Fall on us
2: tonight.
0: If you've not been filled with the Holy Spirit, He wants to fill you right now. He wants to give you a prayer language. Sounds and syllables just coming forth. Let Him fill you tonight. Let Him fill you. Let Him touch you. Let Him heal you. Let Him change you. Let Him have His will. Let Him have His way. Let Him fill you tonight. Holy Spirit, come. Let Your fire come.
2: Let Your fire come, Lord. Come and fill us tonight.
0: healing many people as I look out I see the hand of God I see the hand of God on different ones if the Lord is touching you now if He's touching you now we want to agree with what He's doing if you feel the presence of the Lord upon you in a tangible way and you realize that He's doing something I want you to come to the front right now just come, we're going to lay hands on you God's going to touch you this could be the greatest night of your life, right? Come and feel us. Come and touch us, Lord, we pray. Come and lift your hands and just let the Lord come upon you. Let Him come upon you. Let His anointing break every yoke, every bondage, every curse. Let Him come and feel you. Let Him come and touch you. Let Him feel you. Let Him touch you. Let Him heal you. Let Him heal you. Let Him have His will. Let Him have His way. Tonight, let him have his way. Tonight, let him have his way. Tonight. have His way. Let Him have His way. Yield to Him. Yield to Him. Yield to Him. As deep calls on the deep. As deep cries out the deep, to deep. Yield to Him. Yield to Him. Yield to the Holy Spirit tonight. Yield to the Holy Spirit tonight. Yield. Yield. Yield.
2: Clay, you are the potter.
0: I am the clay, you are the potter. I am the clay, you are the potter, the potter, the potter. I am the clay, you are the potter. I am the clay. Potter, I am the clay. You are the potter, I am the clay. You are the potter, have your way, have your way. I am the clay. You are the potter, I am the clay. You are the potter, I am the clay. You are the potter, have your way. I am the clay. You are the potter, I am the clay. You are. I am the clay, you are the potter.
2: Have your way, have your will, have your way.
1: Touch right now.
0: For your precious bride, Lord, she. I am the clay. We trust your leadership. That's it. Woo.
1: I am the clay. You
0: are the potter. I am the clay. You are the potter. I
2: am the clay. You are the potter. I am the clay. You are the potter.
0: Clay, you are the potter, Jesus. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. The
2: clay, you are the potter.
1: Holy Spirit, come, come, Holy Spirit, come. to come.
0: Have all of you. You've got to give him all of you. Gotta reckon yourself dead. Trust his leadership. Yield to him. Your identity has to be in him. Your identity is not in him, then you can forget it. You won't make it. You won't fulfill what God's called you to, you just won't. It can't be in performance. hoping that you do good to get a pat on the back so you can feel better about yourself. That's not God. Hallelujah. In the remaining moments of the service, I just want to share something brief with you. In the book of Hebrews, what we call the Hall of Faith, chapter 11, there is recorded there the writer of the book of Hebrews under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. begins to go through the heroes of the faith. And he comes to Joseph. And in verse verse 22 of Hebrews 11, it says, "...by faith, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instruction concerning his bones. Father, anoint your word in this message in the next few minutes that I share it. It's fascinating to me, and I've mentioned it at other times, that he was not rewarded or mentioned in the hall of faith because of his diligence. And he was certainly diligent. He was a hard worker, Joseph. He wasn't mentioned in the hall of faith because of his honesty or his integrity. And he was both those, honest and integrous. He didn't defile himself. He he stayed true, rejected, despised, thrown in a pit, sold into slavery. He wasn't mentioned in the hall of faith because of his purity. He ran from Potiphar's wife, was imprisoned, did nothing wrong. He's not mentioned in the hall of faith because of his gifting, the ability to be able to tell dreams and interpret dreams and interpretation. He's not mentioned in the hall of faith for that either. And I think he could be. Others are mentioned for for their faith, for their different things. He's mentioned because verse 22 says, when he's dying, he makes mention of the departure, which is a fulfillment of the prophetic word, There's faith there. And he gave instruction concerning his bones. Referring back to Genesis 50 verse 24, he gave a commitment concerning his bones. Joseph had a hard life and yet was used of God to save Israel. To the atheist proof of God is the fact that there are Jews and a nation called Israel. Because there is no other way. There is no other group of people that have lasted that long. They've been wiped out. They would have been wiped out if it wasn't for God. But God saved them from the Hamans of the world. And Haman, that spirit, is still after Jews. Really a type of... Well, it's demonic. It's an antichrist spirit. If you're going to come out of your personal Egypt and move into everything that God has for you, if you're going to be used by God to have these rivers of living water that that word came forth, that word was from the Lord, if you're going to be used like that, your identity's got to be in God. All of your identity's got to be in Him. Joseph gave commandment over his bones and he's mentioned for that. What do bones represent? the essence, basically, of who you are. When you ever said, I can feel it in my bones. It's basically saying, don't you leave me in Egypt because this is not who I am. You take me into the promised land because that's who I am. I might have been here and God gave me Ephraim and Manasseh. The names Ephraim and Manasseh are very, very, uh, very important. That in the midst of his suffering, in the midst of his rejection, in the midst of losing his, his family, his father, being thought of as dead, Ephraim means fruitfulness in the land of my slavery. That's what that means. Now I'm going to tell you, you might be in slavery tonight. Be fruitful in the place of your slavery. You can be in, a, you can be in slavery, you can be in bondage because of thought patterns that you have. You can be in bondage because of somebody else doing something to you for sure. No matter where you are in your walk with God, understand that that if you'll have all of your identity in God, all of your identity in Him, it doesn't matter where you are, where you live, or what's going on, He will make you fruitful. Joseph knew that, named one of his sons Ephraim. The other one was Manasseh, means forgetfulness. I will tell you that I have been through some personal hell. And I really have seen some dark, hard, painful, difficult times. Maybe not as much as others, perhaps more than others. And I will tell you, as I as I lie in my bed at night, and as I stand before you, I have none of the pain of the past. It's forgotten. What, I mean, I could try to recall the memories, and I do that. And I use them for illustrations, but I don't have any of that pain in my heart of rejection and loss and fear. I know what it, I knew what it was to be alone in the midst of a crowd. I knew what it was to to suffer on a bed of anxiety and torment, with night torments, visions of terror in the night. So much violence in my mind that, that, I mean, I I just hated even being awake. There was so much violence in my head. I don't have any of that stuff. Is there any other Josephs out there? Josephine, maybe? Joseph's identity was in, was in the promise, was in where he was going. I've said this before, but 500 years from now, people, you're going to be alive. And the situation, the circumstances you are now in is just a test. It's just a test. It's training. It's, it's training. Suck it up. I offended somebody with that before. I'm sorry. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Pull it together. Do any of you know the story in 2 Samuel chapter 4? And I'll close with this. 2 Samuel 4. David is going to take Jerusalem. Jerusalem is is in the hands of the Jebusites. And even though Joshua was supposed to drive all of them out, they didn't. I think it's because they got their reward before they finished the job. Don't ever pay somebody before they finish. Uh, the Lord trusted him. And they, they didn't finish the conquest. And so David was chosen. And one of the main purposes of David, of course, to be in the lineage of Jesus. But the main purposes of David was to complete the conquest of the promised land. So he goes to take Jerusalem. And he says... Whoever goes up by the water shaft and goes in and opens the gate, he will be my captain. Do you know what? Do you have any idea what the water shaft was? It is, absolutely, positively, without a shadow of a doubt, the sewer pipe. Whoever swims up through all the turds of the Jebusites, then then he can be my captain. I will tell you that God will call you to do difficult things, and if you will allow the river to flow through you, if you'll, I'm gonna tell you how you can be in a sewer and, and, and not get polluted, the same way a hose can be in a sewer and not have sewer water go up the hose. Turn the hose on. Oh, it might have sewer all around the hose, but there will be fresh springs of water coming through. My daughter had a vision. It could have been a vision or a dream. She has both. The vision was a pool. A pool. It was was set at the ground. She took note of, of the gritty substance that pools are made with, you know, kind of like a sand finish on it. And the pool was disgusting. It was like sewer water. Poop water is what she said. Coming up from the pool were springs of fresh water. And there was a little child outside the pool pointing to an adult saying, Ew, look. I believe that God has called us to be that spring in the middle of the cesspool and it's not so comfortable sometimes it's not so comfortable to swim up the water shaft oh send me in I want to do that but you know great things aren't aren't always easy God is calling us to change our culture God is calling you to change your family God is calling you to be on fire God is calling you to do it is it easy? no no What's the alternative? Drink the sewer water. How'd you like a fresh cup of that? The truth is that many people do that in the name of the Lord and think it's God's will or something. But God wants us to fulfill what He's called us to do. Those who know their God will do great exploits. And in the midst of that, there are difficulties, there's tension, there's relational tension. Anybody had any relational tension lately? What, the rest of you are liars? What? No, we. everybody has it. I'm really, come on, you got some tension with somebody? It's so that you can become more like Christ. Quit aching. Stop it. Stop. Quit being offended. He said, well, they keep doing it to me. Then make a boundary. I don't, I don't allow people in my life that want to constantly serve me sewer water. Here, have a cup, Pastor. It's really good. No, thanks. I've had some years ago. I don't drink that anymore. No, really, have some. No, thanks. No, oh, I insist. No, I insist. In fact, you're no longer allowed to come and me, offer me your sewer water anymore. Oh, you don't love me. No, yeah, I do, but you can't put that stinky stuff in my face. That ain't working for me. Look, some of you need to put some boundaries in your life. Hello? I want the fresh stuff. Who him? a fresh, hot cup of the oil of heaven, you know? And he has that for us. Now, one of the things that's difficult is when you're swimming up the pipe. Keep your mouth closed. (laughs) Be quiet. Quit complaining. God has great things for us in store Joab did that Joab did it became the great captain of David's army what are you saying I'm saying tonight that when your identity is fully in him then he asks you to go up a, a water shaft for the greater glory of God you have no problem doing it because he'll protect you because inside you won't be that which is in the water shaft. Inside you will be springs and streams of living water. And He will refresh you. You have... Come on. Jesus said at the woman at the well, He said to His disciples, I have food and drink that you know not of. Really? What is that? My food, my drink is to do the will of Him who sent me. When you start walking in the will and the purposes of God... You'll find yourself refreshed. And you might be in the middle of a sewer, but you won't be there for long. And He will bring you through, and He will prosper you, and He will help you. He will strengthen you. Amen? Amen. Did you get something for my little sermonette tonight? Come on, stand up on your feet. Won't you put your hands together for Jesus? Thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for what you're doing. Lord, we love you. We bless you. We praise you. We exalt you. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're wonderful, God. You're wonderful. Forgive us for where we've run our mouth in the midst of swimming through the, the water shaft. Forgive us for belly aching, human. Just want to do. Lord, we run to you tonight we won't be overwhelmed. Give us vision. If you can see if you can see him, if you can see what he's called you to and you can see it finished, it's called vision. I squint, I see I see thousands of people. And there's times in the Spirit, I open my eyes, I'm surprised we're just a couple hundred. What do you see? When when, when a runner is running a race and he he turns the corner and he sees the finish, you can just turn on the jets. No matter how tired you are, you can push and push and push and push, and you can see. If you could just see. My people perish for lack of vision. There's great things, great exploits he has for us. If you know him. To know Him is to have your identity in Him. Come on, we're just going to sing this and we'll close tonight.
2: Don't be overwhelmed. Give me vision. To see things I can do.
0: God, I'll
2: run to you.
0: You're where my help comes
1: from.
2: Give me wisdom.
1: You know just what to do. You know just what to do God, I run
2: to you I won't be overwhelmed Give me visions.
0: to the Apostle Paul's life was he knew what God had called him to. And even when he was underneath a pile of rocks, he got up and he went to the next city and preached the same message that put him under the pile of rocks. He had vision. It's a key to the anointing. It's key to understand what God has called you to It's greatness. It's greatness to hear good, well done, thou good and faithful servant it doesn't necessarily mean some gigantic ministry impact or millions of dollars it can be that but it's fulfilling what God's called you to do your divine assignment it can have all of the big stuff that we all hope to have you know but really within all of us we want to be great in the eyes of God and that is a gift that God gives God gives that gift but without vision without wisdom we will perish and we will not fulfill our destiny. You can fulfill your destiny. It's not anybody else's. It's yours. It's not mine. It's yours. I have my own. You have your own. And we get so messed up when we try to compare with other people. Like, oh, why can't I have that? Or that gifting? Or that anointing? Or, or those resources? Or finances? Or why can't I have that favor? And we and we, we miss what we're supposed to have from God. God has a unique anointing and calling and gifting and divine assignment for your life. You've got to find that. You'll find it. You'll find it as you put all of your bones in Him. Come on, some of you need to make a declaration tonight that your bones are not in your past. My bones are not back there. I'm a new man. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creation. I'm not the old guy. The old guy was a loser. new guy's a winner. Hey, God's in me. Christ is in me. Come on. Come on, you can make it. You can be so discouraging to look at somebody who's so successful or something. Ever be, am I the only person that's ever done that? Am I? Have you ever done that? Just look at me like, man, I was looking at the back of the line when they gave gifts or something. And then all the while you miss the gems and the pearls that God's put within you. He's, he's made you special, every one of you. Give me vision. Come on, let's sing it again. Lord, I run to you. Lord, I run to you. I won't be, I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision.
1: Yes.
2: To see things like you do. God, I look to you.
1: You're where my health comes from.
2: Give me wisdom.
0: I need to say one more thing. In your walk with Jesus, there is always there will always be a stretching of faith. I don't care how far you've come or what you've been through, there will always be another step and you can feel very uncomfortable. Don't make comfort a God. Don't make being comfortable the criteria for what you're doing for the Lord. If you're comfortable, you have missed Him. If you're uncomfortable, I don't mean peace. You can hold your peace, but I mean, it's kind of like, I'm being stretched. That, that's good. Allow the Lord to stretch you. Believe. Take steps of faith. You know the bee thing? The bees. Remember I told you know I'm about the bees? It freaked me out a little bit. We're talking ball of bees. You know power. Even though my even though my friend told me they're really docile, I'm like, yeah, sure, they're docile. They're calm. And I've read that. I just didn't feel that. You know what I mean? I had to climb up. I haven't been that high in a tree since I was 12. I'm serious. Up in a tree. Branches could have broke. I mean, I'm just asking God to help me. But I felt like I could do it. And we sat on the phone. Going to take the risk. (laughs) Faith is spelled R-I-S. Okay. And sometimes you have to go up a water shoot. A water shoot. Sometimes you've got to climb a tree. Come on, sometimes you've got to be like Zacchaeus. Come on. Little Zacchaeus, everybody make follow me him. A little Napoleon complex, even though Napoleon wasn't born yet. You know Zacchaeus, little itty-bitty Zacchaeus, right? Climb a tree. Hey, short guy, what are you doing over there? Hey, Jesus came to his house. Good thing he climbed the tree. Right? Make a decision to do your very best for God. And don't worry about everybody else. Keep your mouth zipped. Go after the Lord. Love Him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And you'll find yourself in the middle of your destiny. Don't be offended by people. Don't be freaked out by your circumstances. God knows everything. Come on. He knows everything. He knows what you have need of. Don't worry. It's okay. Everybody say, it's okay. Come on. It's going to be all. Because if you don't stay in the will of God, then you don't have the promise that it's all going to be good. Stay in the will, it's all going to be good. Outside the will, bullseye on your chest waiting for impact.
2: I will love you, Lord, my strength.
0: Come on, we're almost done. Just go before
2: him. I will love you, Lord, my Come on, I will love you. And I will love you, Lord, my strength. And I will love you, Lord, my
1: Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I think I've preached myself happy right about now. (laughs) What an awesome God we serve. You are great,
0: God. You are awesome. And you chose us to be your children. You selected us. You have adopted us. You grafted us in. You cleansed us from the former things. And we're now used for noble purposes. Lord, we set our gaze on you. And we declare that you're wonderful and glorious and majestic. And there is no one else like you, God. Use us this week, even tonight. I pray for those who are setting their hearts to fast or to push themselves away from some of the creature comforts to seek you. To seek your face over these next three weeks. And I thank You, Lord, that You are bringing a great wave of Your Spirit upon the earth. We thank You that You've called us to be a part of it. We love You. Give us vision. Give us wisdom. We thank and praise You for what You've done tonight. Would you take someone by the hand, please? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, what can we say? You just get sweeter and sweeter every week. You get sweeter and sweeter. I thank you, God. Thank you for your precious people tonight. Bless them. Let the love of God overtake each and every one here. Heal every wound of the past. That our bones, God, are being you. Every part of us are being you. Not in what's happened. Not in where we've come from. Give us Ephraim and Manasseh and fruitfulness in the land of our slavery. Lord, we're just passing through. The promised land really is heaven we just just passing through. Give us fruitfulness now. Manasseh. Lord, may we forget that which lies behind, but press on to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us be a gusher, a spring in the midst of this generation that out of our belly will flow rivers of living water, bringing life to all who come in contact with us. We thank you. We praise you. Bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards them. Be gracious to them. Keep them. Give them peace. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.